What's going on, Badger fans? Welcome to the episode of Lockdown Badgers Go Live, because I haven't really had a chance to talk about Sebastian Cheeks yet. Uh, we try to throw the boom cannons out whenever we get commitments. Let's talk about that, but also what it means for this linebacker room that has seen multiple transfers in. What does that mean for the young players on the roster? Let's talk about it. You are Locked On Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Badger fans? Welcome to Lockdown Badgers live show. Uh, I'm prompt to one. Once again, I did not do a great job of scheduling out when these are. But if you're here, I appreciate it. If you listen to it later, I appreciate you as well. Thank you for making this just one of your first listens every day. If you're one of the everydayers, you know, we we like to talk about new commits when they come in. We like to sound the cannons because it's always exciting. It's kind of just a celebration of it's what makes college sports unique, right? It's this constant influx of talent. Sebastian Cheeks coming from North Carolina, University of North Carolina. Do the University of Wisconsin inside linebacker. Let's go, boom. Fire the recruiting cannons. Another one is headed to Madison on Wisconsin. What's up, Robert? Robert says, boom. Robert Sorsen's the man. He's, he's one of the coolest guys I have come to know through this process. Logan Couch, another one, a friend of the show. So Logan's always here as well. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, yeah, let us know what you guys think of this, this commitment. So Sebastian Cheeks. And it, people have talked about it a little bit already. Uh, was somebody the previous staff went after, really highly regarded prep high school linebacker, offers from a lot of places. I know Michigan was really after him as well. Very athletic, uh, 6'2 ish, 235 ish. Uh, I, have him, I have him in several places as a sub 4, 640 guy, like a 458 guy. That's really athletic. Um, not the hugest frame, so he's probably relegated to an inside linebacker position. He doesn't have that kind of hulking outside linebacker frame where you're going to ask him to hold up on the edge and kind of get leverage against an offensive tackle. He's more in that inside linebacker mold, 6'3", 240, really, really fast, athletic. Um, so certainly there's a lot to like here. Uh, this is Zach Bartz. Really, really like this kid. Feel like he has a solid floor to build on and high upside. Really good inside linebacker get for now and the future. It's another thing, too. He's got three years of eligibility left. He played, uh, was a freshman last year at North Carolina. Three years of eligibility left. Um, did not play a lot last year. Played eight games. Recorded one tackle. This is a, a scouting report I got from a guy that covers North Carolina. It's Jason Staples. Quotes, prototypical frame and physical tools. Good length, natural, thick lower half, plays with fluid, fluidity, shows excellent burst to the ball, good range, can play sideline to sideline, potential to be a plus coverage backer who can match up against tight ends with his length, flashed excellent recognition, recognition and diagnosis speed. So what do you get from that scouting report? I should have made that into a banner to put it up so you guys can read it, but sideline to sideline, excellent coverage ability, ups, upside is an excellent coverage guy. You, you just It just reads as an athlete, right? Bird Dogger says we may no longer have the slowest linebacking core in the Big Ten. Yeah, man, it was it was tough to watch last year, Bird Dogger. Uh, we've talked about it a lot. That was a a linebacking core that was not meant to play in space. That was a linebacking that was a linebacking core that was meant to play in 1992, right? Downhill. Um, they brought in speed. They brought in speed and athleticism. I, I do want to caution people a little bit. They're still gonna, like they're not all gonna hit, right? I, I, we got over our skis a little bit in last year's transfer portal. We got over our skis a little bit. Not only is it gonna hit, and there is still gonna be time. It's gonna take time to sync everybody together. Uh, you brought in Leon Lowry, Pius, Galvin. This is the fourth transfer linebacker that you have brought in this cycle. Think about that. Which, by the way, 
on a side note, probably means my dream of getting Tack at Curtis back is now dead. It may, it may, it may have always been dead. It may have always been a pipe dream. You're not going to bring in five transfer linebackers. I don't think so. That makes me a little sad because I, I did have a dream of reuniting there, but it's, it's not all going to click. Okay. It's going to take a while. There's still going to be growing pains. There's going to be a learning curve, but at least you're doing it with better athletes. I, I, th- I think that's the one thing you could say is the athletes uh, in this linebacker group should be better. Right. So athletes can outrun some mistakes. We've, we've talked about that before on shows. Athletes can overcome some, some read and recognition issues or some thinking issues just because they can, they can just move quicker from point A to point B. I mean, thank you, Captain Obvious. Right. So I, I like to pick up, I, but I do want to keep it in perspective. You don't build through the portal, right? This is still a coaching staff trying to address weaknesses on the roster. These are not long-term, although Sebastian Cheeks has three years left. So in a way it is, but the portal is not the long-term way to fix this roster. You have to keep recruiting. You have to keep recruiting well. Uh, certainly did that last year at the linebacker spot with Christian Allegro. They've got a couple guys at the linebacker, linebacker spot. I really like this year with Lafayette and Heiberger. Um, but you got to keep building through high school, and this has to. You got to. You're patching the roster right now. You're you're plugging holes in the dam right now, and in a couple years, you got to hope that we're done doing that. Right, that the roster's at a point where now we can rely on the high school talent to to build this thing out, and then the portal becomes less of a a wholesale change and more of just we need a little bit of mortar here. We need uh, a two by four over on this wall to support it because. Let's be honest, Badger fans, it's it's a failure if you have to bring in four transfer linebackers, right? It's not a failure on this class. It's not a failure on this staff. But it, in, if you look back the last three, four years, it's a failure if you have to bring in that much in one transfer portal. That means something didn't go right on the high school recruiting side. Um, so I, I – it's, it's a good athlete. Again, let's not go crazy. We went crazy last year with, with transfer guys, and we lost our minds a little bit. And I was at the forefront of that, right? Like I did so many boom cannons for all these guys. I, I like the athleticism. I think they had to go get pieces. I want to talk a little bit about, do you think they addressed linebacker because they felt it because again, they got four. Do you think they felt it was the biggest need and that's why they've gone so aggressively or did they address linebacker because it's easier to find those guys in the portal, right? I think there's probably some of both, but it is an interesting discussion. And there's some young inside linebackers on this team, Aiden Vaughn's, uh, Sanborn's. I want to talk a little bit about what that means as well, coming up after the break, and then get just into your comments. This is from Derry Ray, good, obviously good friend of the show, says, pro comp is Zach Bond, could develop into a solid inside-outside linebacker, day one boundary inside linebacker, if Galvin is the field inside linebacker. I mean, I don't know if I see Bond. I, I, I don't know if he's that twitchy. I mean, I guess maybe that's Bond in a perfect world. Bond was incre- – I think Bond was probably like a low 4-5 guy. I, listen, if he becomes Zach Bond, this is this is the transfer portal pickup of the of, of the year. Um, I would love that. I, I do like – Derry Raid has mentioned this before. I do feel like the staff does a good job of picking up complementary pieces. All these linebackers are a little different. Lowry's a little different as well. Even in terms of eligibility left, it's they can play different spots and they can fit different roles. I really like that aspect of it. Um, we're going to do a transfer portal recap with Derry Raid. I haven't even asked him about that, but I'm volunteering for it. Robert Sorensen says, love the athletes they're bringing in. This probably means no tech at Curtis. Yeah. Damn it, man. I I love that dude's film. So that was one of my, that was one of my crushes. Chad Pater says, talking about linebackers, saw an article that Witt is going to play for the first time in two years. And they said, it looks like he hasn't missed a beat. I love it, man. First of all, 
just from the human standpoint of it, how can you not cheer for a guy who's had two years of injuries, right? Like, I, this is like a Rudy moment, right? Like, he's going to go out there, get a sack, and we're going to carry him off the field, and they're going to make a movie about him 20 years later, and kids are going to watch it and grow up wanting to be Eric Witt. I, I think it's an awesome, awesome, awesome awesome moment if he can go out there and play i mean let alone get a sack who cares like you just know the amount of rehab that has gone into this and the amount of work how how many players would have walked away how many players would have said nah this sucks (laughs) like i'm doing these practices i'm rehabbing i'm not playing i'm just gonna sit as like the normal college kid play call of duty get fat and chill in the stands i i I, i'm so here for aaron witt man if he can put it together all right, we got to take one quick break for our friends of the show. Get back with your comments and also kind of what it means for this linebacker crew to bring four in. Does that mean that they're out on the other guys on the roster? I think it's an interesting discussion. But first, today's episode is brought to you by our good friends over at Game Time. Game Time is the number one place. Listen, if you want to do something nice for somebody, go get them some tickets to something. You want to do something really nice for somebody, go get them a tick, some tickets to a, to a Suns game, to a Niners game, like on you. But you don't have to tell them you did it through game time. They're going to think you paid a ton of money. Nah, you went through game time. You got a great deal. You upped your friend cachet with them. Now they owe you all sorts of stuff. It's a win-win. Plus, they get to see great ball because they're going to the Niners or the Suns. Win-win-win. Do it all on game time. Any type of ticket you need, any type of, of event, plan. Don't you don't need to plan that far in advance. You get pictures of what the seats look like, flash sales, last-minute deals. It's all there on game time. There's a reason we go to it there's a reason i use it it's great for giving gifts presents or listen sometimes you just gotta treat the man in the mirror right give yourself a gift give yourself the gift of it of, of a spectacle of a, a spectacle of a entertainment venue go to game time to do that snake the tickets without the stress with game time download the game time app create an account use code lockdown college for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms do apply you can create an account redeem code lockdown college for 20 dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets Lowest price guaranteed. Today's episode also brought to you by our incredible friends over at FanDuel. FanDuel is the number one place to get all your your betting needs in. Spreads, parlays, futures, teasers. It's all there. Every sport that I know of. I mean, I don't know if they have like horse racing. They do, by the way. Um, But I don't know if they have all the, the other thing. But every sport I care about, college, pro, basketball, hockey, football, baseball, it's all there. Um, it's all on FanDuel. It's incredibly easy. The user interface is fast, easy to, when you win, you get the payouts incredibly simply. You're not working through a third party, weird overseas thing. I've been there trying to get money out of some Ukrainian betting site. Yeah, that's fun. Um, so go to FanDuel. It is the number one place to do all your sports betting. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with a winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 with a winning $5 money line bet. The app is easy to use. Visit FanDuel.com slash lockdown. Continue to the NFL season. FanDuel is the official sports betting partner of the NFL. Let's go. Uh, let's get comments. I'm very curious what you guys, where you guys are at. Are, are we getting overexcited again with the portal? Are we going to do that to ourselves again? I don't know. Let's see. Um, also, guys, if you want to come check, come check us out on the Discord. I don't talk about all this stuff probably enough, but there's a great community there. Come talk. It's free. It's a Badgers community. No politics and no gophers. Basically, anything else goes on the Discord. Uh, let's just get comments. Um, where did I leave off on comments? Zach Bartz. Um, some of his high school huddle tape has him playing running back fullback, so he definitely has some speed and agility to put on the frame, not to mention he can build up in BC's strength and conditioning program. Yeah, I don't think athleticism is the issue here. I, I think he's plenty athletic. Now, 
what should the expectations be if we're trying to plug in like three or four new linebackers next year that haven't been in Trestle's system, right? I think that's where people, fans have to take a step back and say, okay, the tools are upgraded, but the tools weren't the only issue last year, right? Like I, I agree with everybody. Linebacking, linebacker play was, was slower than it needs to be. It wasn't, but people were also having trouble making reads. I don't think they picked up the defense quite as much. I don't think the, the scheme um, translated right away. It wasn't just like Mumba didn't. Mumba had a much better year the year before. He didn't become a worse athlete. Is my point. So it's not all athletic tools. And I think we just need to be realistic that there's still a lot of change. This defense is going to be so drastically different next year. There's a chance even with added up athleticism, it's not going to take a big step forward. So I don't know. Maybe it will. Oh, Rajiv's in the chat. Or at least he was at some point. Um, he said, it's all about athletes and upgrade. You need to have athletes to compete in this new look big 10. Yeah, no, like athlete, you need athletes everywhere. I, I certainly don't disagree with that. Um, and again, athletes give you a, a bigger margin for error, right? They, they let, they allow you to make more mistakes. They, they allow you to not have to know the scheme quite as well. I a hundred percent agree with Rajiv on that. Certainly you, you need more athletes. I think you needed more athletes in the old big, big 10 as well. Like how many times did we fall to the elite teams in the Big Ten because we didn't have the athletes at, at spots? So, you know, yeah, I, I'm all about getting better athletes here. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Jordan Stewart says, really loving the athleticism being brought in everywhere. You can see exactly what Thick and Tress are targeting, explosive and impactful, nimble on their feet, less tight in the hips. It's a different type of player, right? Like you look at Cheney, Turner, Muma, Peterson, Bowlers. Like look at that body type, that kind of archetype. Then look at these new guys. You look at Lowry, Pius, Galvin, um, Sebastian Cheeks, Christian Allegro. It's a completely different type of player. So I think that's true. I think it's a good point, Jordan. Uh, Jordan Setzer said, our linebackers can't shine without better play from the interior defensive line. That is 100% correct. 100% correct. Yeah, the whole defense. I mean, you could extend that to the whole defense. The defense isn't going to shine without better play from the D-line. Right? Like if you can get better pressure, better front seven, better um, disruption on the quarterback, the secondary is going to look better. If you can keep those offensive linemen from getting to the second level, they the, the linebackers look better. It all gets better with better defensive line play. And I'm not convinced we're there yet on the defensive line. Let's see. Uh, Steve Mitchell says volleyball brings in an – Volleyball brings in all conference dominating players. Football brings in third year players who hasn't played much, but has potential. Hopefully down the road, the high school recruits take over and we don't have to take. Yeah, Steve. Um, I, first of all, volleyball is a little easier because of the program they built. Like they're like Alabama. They're in that blue blood range. Football's not that. It's harder for them to get those type of players. But that's 100. Your second point is 100 percent true. This has to become a high school recruiting led program. And then. Because, again, it is a failure taking four linebackers. It's a failure of, of developing this roster the correct way over the last several years if you have to bring in four guys in the portal in one cycle. That means you did not recruit the high school level well enough or develop it well enough. Probably both, right? Probably both of them. And that's that's what that's what part of what Luke Fickle is here to change. Like, And he's acknowledged it. He's, he wants to build through the high school ranks. But this is part of dramatically shifting the roster to where it needs to get. Uh, Derek said he's in on the portal recap show. Let's go. Bird Dogger says, how many linebackers will transfer out? Probably a couple. Probably, right? Like, yeah, I, this is how it works, right? And I hate, I hate to say, cause that's like the business side of this. Um, personally, I really like Cheney. I'm, I'm probably the high guy on Cheney. I think there's more juice there. I think he is, was the most athletic of the linebackers last year. Again, maybe that's a, a short bar. I like the coach's son element of it. I think he's heady, instinctual. 
I, I don't think he's going to leave. Um, but some of the younger guys could are absolutely going to look at a guy like Cheeks coming in with three more years of eligibility. Like a guy like Aiden Vaughn, a guy like Sanborn. I'm not speculating on those two, but I'm just saying those type of guys are going to look and say, yeah, I don't know if my spot's here. So we'll have to see. Um, Robert Sorensen says, Bucky reports at 987 subs. Yeah, go get them to 1,000 if you guys are watching this and you haven't subbed. Jesse Wilder says, I think we can't get overhyped by all the portal grabs, rather treat it as a depth point of view. Yeah. I think that's it. I think last year we – listen, though, to be fair to, to all of us last year, there was a lot. It, it was like a, a excitement tsunami, right, with Luke Fickle and this new recruiting staff, and we learned what Squat Fest was, and the national media was fawning over us. Phil Steele was fawning over us, and then we had a bunch of portal guys, and we were like, wait, Wisconsin can have a four-star receiver? What? What is going on here? So I think there's a confluent con- con- Fluence of a lot of things coming together to make it kind of um, a very exciting offseason, right? And I don't apologize for that. I got swept up into it, but I had fun doing it, and that's part of being a fan. But, yeah, let's let's be a little more realistic this year, probably, right? All these portals aren't – all these portal guys aren't going to necessarily hit. And even if they do, it's going to take some time. You're, you're meshing in a lot of new pieces, especially defensively. That's not going to sync up overnight, right? There's going to be some growing pains there. Uh, Lord Croy says, I think they went hard on portal because our linebackers on the portal because our linebackers were trash. And Steve Mitchell said, at least we need linebackers who can run down a scrambling quarterback. Yeah, that was a major issue last year. Uh, quarterbacks in space were that was a major issue. I mean, yeah, I, I, going back to your previous point from Lord Croy, I, I think certainly linebacker is one of the biggest points of emphasis. I also think it's probably easier to get these guys. Um, and if you can get talent at value, you might as well go do it, right? I still think defense line is an, a huge need, an absolute huge need for this defense, this team. I think receiver still a need. I, I would like to see another offensive lineman. I think maybe a safety. A, a veteran safety might be kind of nice. Um, I'm pretty good at corner. I, I feel pretty good at running back. I feel pretty good at tight end, which they've now addressed. Um, so I think there's a few spots here still. I Like I said, I think it means you can read the writing on the wall. And if they bring in four linebackers in the portal, you can kind of quickly determine that the younger guys probably aren't doing what they want to see in practice, right? They're, they're, they see these guys all year. And if they were really confident in some of them stepping up next year alongside Christian Allegro, I don't think they would be bringing in four. So that's just my gut on that. That's just my take. I, I think, Sometimes you, you watch what coaches say and sometimes you watch what they do, right? And typically if you watch what they do, you're going to get a better feel for what's going on inside the program. They went on and aggressively got four linebackers. That kind of tells you what they think of that depth chart. And it's not just the guys that were playing last year. It's the guys who couldn't unseat the guys who were playing last year, if that makes sense. So I'm interested in in seeing the bowl game and seeing how this progresses. But yeah, it's it's been an entire linebacker revamp. That, that position is going to look incredibly different next year, especially with, uh, I think, Lafayette is going to play a little bit too. You could have five new bodies there getting, getting reps to some degree. I don't think Cheney's going to be out of the mix um, uh, on the inside spot, but maybe he will be. I don't know. Anyway, that's the show. I definitely want to talk about it. I'm about to hit the road and put the computer down for a little bit. So that's kind of why I wanted to get the show out. I don't know if I'll get any more content up today, but there's still a couple of the prospect um, review shows. Justin and I got together. We did the Darian Dupree one. That was a lot of fun. I think he still owes me an A guard one as well. So we're going to do that one. But the rest of them should be done. 
and they're going to be coming out the finishing off the next couple of days. So that's been fun. If you missed it, I did have an, an incredible opportunity to talk to Braylon Allen. Like I don't, it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. So that's out there. If you haven't seen that, but have a great weekend, everybody. If I don't talk to you, have an incredible uh, new year's day, happy new year's day, a healthy new year's day, good time with the family. Um, on Wisconsin. <laughs>